The Big Story from The Straits Times on Money FM 89.3. Hello, you're watching The Big Story with me, Chao Su En. Subscribe to The Straits Times channel to stay up to date with our live news updates. And Singapore has just announced the Overseas Networks and Expertise, or OnePass, a new work pass aimed at attracting experienced professionals in areas of skill shortages. The pass requires applicants to earn a fixed monthly salary of $30,000 and above. But individuals with outstanding achievements in select sectors can also qualify even if they may not meet the salary criterion. It will be a personalised five-year work pass that allows holders to concurrently start, operate and work for multiple companies in Singapore at any one time. The pass will be open for applications from 1st January 2023. The current employment passes will also see several changes, including a new benchmark pegged to the top 10% of EP holders. Other changes include a reduction of the Fair Consideration Framework, or FCF, job advertising duration to 14 days, as well as improvement to the processing time for all EP applications. Joining us to discuss the changes is Professor Tan Kikyap, economist and chairman of Singapore National Committee for Pacific Economic Cooperation. Thanks for joining us, Professor. The new OnePass aims to make it easier to woo and bring top foreign talent into Singapore. To what extent is this a game-changer in positioning Singapore as a destination for world-class talent vis-à-vis other major players such as Hong Kong, China or even the U.S.? Hi, Swan. I'm here in Silicon Valley trying to attract foreign talents to Singapore and those high-tech companies as well. Uh, well, I wouldn't say this uh, policy is a game-changer, which is abbreviated as one, O-N-E. Eh? I don't think it's a game-changer because to be a game-changer, you need an entire ecosystem which are conducive. Uh, for example, uh, that uh, you need to have uh, swift decision on companies who are prepared to move over or set their office offices here and on the land locations and on uh, supporting effort from a government agency, especially Economic Development Board, and also Enterprise Singapore, who have been trying very hard to get those high-tech startup and fintech company to come over here. But at least this policy will send a very strong signal to the world that we want to attract top tech companies and foreign talents. But these are just the pull factors. We also must look at the push factors, especially for those economies or countries, for example, like China, uh, where the tech companies and experts are so willing to come to Singapore. And this also will include Hong Kong and Taiwan as well. Uh, in semiconductor industries, those experts are badly needed here. And uh, IT experts too uh, from Hong Kong who are basically bilingual. So I think, yes, so Game Changer has to be comprehensive with the ecosystem with simultaneous policy support from other government agencies. I think that, that will be a good start. And I think the, uh, the condition is right that especially Silicon Valley, for example, the housing are getting expensive. And uh, I think the uh, water shortage problem and also transportation are all behind. So some of those companies, we must be more targeted that to attract them to come to Singapore. More government agencies can come together to announce policy support simultaneously. That will be a big impact. And if we do that, I think, yes, that will be a game changer because signals will be sent all over the world. So what kind of numbers are we looking at? When we put the salary criterion at $30,000, how would that change the complexion of the foreign talent pool in Singapore? 
Uh, it wouldn't change too much because as the, the minister said that this 30000 a month, a salary of 30000 Singapore dollars a month, constitute the top 5% of the employment, uh, employment pass holders. So the 5%, they are in employment pass holder anyway, but in this case, it will be done in a more speedy uh, manner where they need to advertise it has been reduced from 24 days to 14 days, which is good. But I think for the rest of the 95% of employment pass, we have to be very careful, though, as we were not so on the ball in the past. Where those come with employment passes in the past, sometimes they come as a team with a top foreign expert, but they may not be necessarily the uh, foreign talent as such. For, for example, they bring along their accountants, uh, finance guy, or even their personal assistant. These are the jobs. They may have qualified under the employment pass salary of maybe around 10000 to 20000 But Singaporean, basically, I think, I look at them, they can do this job. Our accountants are of uh, international standards, personal assistant or secretary or even finance guy. We're very strong in that for that salary range. So I think in terms of uh, the implementation for the rest of 95% of the employment pass holders, uh, we got to be more selective. We got to be asking more questions and looking deeper into whether these are really foreign talent. I think government is aware of this because otherwise it will affect seriously on the middle class and also ultimately it will reflect on the votes. I think government knows this very well and Ministry of Manpower especially.